Welcome to the Conscious Business Leaders Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show, where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. Right now, we have Brian Bogert with us today. How are you, Brian? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm great and so excited to have you on here and just to get right into things. Why don't you just go ahead and kind of tell us your journey of how you got to where you are today and maybe just some really critical points that just pivoted you know, your career and who you are even as a person. Yeah, so there's too many pivot points to hit them all, but why don't we do this? I'll start from the <laughs> beginning because it is important. And I'm just going to ask everybody, unless they're driving, to just close your eyes for one second. Bear with me and I'll tell you when to reopen them. Imagine going to a store, having a successful shopping trip, heading back to your car, thinking you're going on with your day. And when you get to your car, you turn your head and see a truck barreling 40 miles an hour right at you with no time to react. That's where this portion of my story begins. Go ahead and open your eyes. Okay. My mom, my brother, and I went to our local Walmart to get a one-inch paintbrush. And as we were headed back to the car, anybody who knows me knows I've always had a big excitement and vigor for life. So I was the first one there. Mm -hmm. My brother, three, four feet behind me. And this was back in the days before there was key fobs. So I had to wait for her to catch up literally stick the key in the door to unlock it. And as I'm standing there, a truck pulls up in front of the store, driver and middle passenger get out and the passenger all the way to the right feels the truck moving backwards. So he does what any one of us would do, Gabby. He scooted Mm -hmm. over to put his foot on the brake, but he instead hit the gas. Combination of shock and force threw him up onto the steering wheel, up onto the dashboard. And before you know it, he was catapulting across the parking lot, 40 miles an hour, right at us with no time to react. So we're standing there. He goes up and over the median and the end spot that we're in up and over the tree, hits our car, knocks me over, runs over me diagonally, tears my spleen, leaves a tire track scar on my stomach and continues on to completely sever my left arm from my body. Wow. So my mom and brother watched the whole thing happen. There I am laying in the parking lot on a 115 degree day in Phoenix, Arizona. They look up and see my arm laying 10 feet away. Fortunately for me, my guardian angel also saw the whole thing happen. Mm -hmm. She saw the literal life and limb scenario in front of her and rushed immediately into action. She came over, stopped the bleeding on the wound and saved my life. And she instructed some innocent bystanders to run inside, grab a cooler, get my arm on ice within minutes, Mm -hmm. which ultimately also saved my limb. So had it not been for her and her immediate action, I either wouldn't be here with you today, Gabby, or I'd be here with a cleaned up stump. That's just the facts. Right. So I know that you and probably our listeners weren't expecting it to go there today, right? I know I have an extremely unique story, but but what I've also learned in all my time of doing this is that we all have unique stories. Mm -hmm. So what's important is that we pause and become aware of the lessons we can extract from our stories Mm -hmm. and then become intentional with how do we apply them in our lives. And we all have the ability to do that. And we also all have the ability to tap into the collective wisdom of other people's stories Mm -hmm. to shorten our own curve to learning. So I'm going to share with you two primary lessons, which Mm -hmm. will tell you where I got from there to where I am today in in a really succinct way. The first lesson is that I learned not to get stuck by what has happened to me, Mm -hmm. but instead get moved by what I could do with it. Mm-hmm. And the second, I didn't realize until far later, but at seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 years old, as I'm going through the process, right? I, I was the one having the surgeries done. I was the one having to put in the work in therapy, mm-hmm. but I was also being guided. My parents, however, were not in a fog. They were unbelievably aware of the unceasing medical treatments and years of, of therapy. And the idea of seeing their son grow up without the use of his left arm was a source of great potential suffering for them. Mm-hmm. So they literally willed themselves day in and day out to do what was necessary, what was tough to embrace the pains required, 
to ultimately strengthen and heal me. So the second lesson, whether intentional or not, they ingrained in me a philosophy and a way of living, which was to embrace pain, to mm -hmm. avoid suffering. And I believe that when we do that right, that's also where we gain freedom. Mm -hmm. So it's these lessons that I used to not only overcome this unique injury, but how my business partners and I scaled our last business to 15 million within the span of a decade. And how now I've flipped that on its head as a human behavior and performance coach and serial entrepreneur Mm -hmm. To be able to help individuals and organizations just like you, just like the people listening, become more aware, more intentional, and who they already are, their most authentic selves. You see, I think that's when magic happens and the door yes. starts to crack the perspective, motivation, and direction. Mm -hmm. And that's when we have the ability to have joy, freedom, and fulfillment enter back into our lives. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm focusing on the next 25 years of my journey to impact a billion people on this planet. Because if we can reduce the level of suffering in this world, allow joy, freedom, and fulfillment to exist, then we only strengthen authenticity and vulnerability, which are the glue that bind human connection. Mm -hmm. So if we bring ourselves together and give people permission and the push to be exactly who they are and know that the world's going to accept them, and encourage them for exactly who they are, then this world's going to be a lot more beautiful place for my kids and my grandkids. Absolutely. And that was so beautiful. I'm very grateful that we can be on this podcast right now. Like I said, through your entire journey and obviously they, the listeners can't see, but I can see that you're healed obviously. And you have yeah. what people wouldn't expect the results that you got. I definitely want to talk about what you just said as far as embracing the pain yeah. in order to avoid suffering. Cause I can sound kind of like an oxymoron because I think a lot of times we just yeah. try to push, you know, the pain away. And I think especially when it comes to earlier trauma in our lives, if you could just touch on that of what steps people can take when it's the difference of embracing pain and how to do it, I guess, in the right way. Some people might also want to just yep. project like, yeah, I'm this way because of this, this and this. Like, okay, but how do we keep it so it's not continuous suffering for you and other people? Completely. So we do have kind of three general steps that we guide mm -hmm. people through on this philosophy, but I want to start with really understanding the difference between pain and suffering, because okay. that's really important as a foundation. Mm -hmm. So you said it even best, right? Like we're conditioned to just steer away from pain. Right. I mean, this was a natural evolutionary response. And what it's evolved into is the world literally telling us to reduce, eliminate, or avoid pain. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you that that's wrong. Right. We've got to learn to embrace it as a tool to our success. Pain is defined as short-term, intermittent, and a direct cause from something and alleviated once that direct cause is removed. Mm -hmm. Then what do we do as human beings? We screwed up that as well right. because we put adjectives in front of it like acute and chronic. Mm -hmm. Acute maintains the definition, but chronic inherently changes it because it implies that it's not short-term mm -hmm. and it persists even after that direct cause is removed. So let's stop calling that chronic pain because what it really is is suffering, suffering. Mm -hmm. right? Pain gets a lot of attention because we feel it. It's real. It's right in front of us. We experience it. Whereas suffering creeps up on us often because we adapt to it over time, sometimes until its effects are irreversible. And we don't want to admit that suffering exists, particularly when it's a direct result of our choices. Mm. But let's unpack this concept quickly. Okay. And then I'll tell you the three steps. Okay. We can embrace the pain of hitting the gym for 30 minutes a day to avoid the suffering of aches and pains from a sedentary lifestyle. Right. We can embrace the pain of a difficult conversation with a loved one or spouse to avoid the suffering of a loveless marriage that's going to end in divorce or being stuck in a marriage mm -hmm. when we ultimately want or need divorce. Right. We can embrace the pain of the fit our kids are sure to throw by having them put down their mobile devices at the dinner table to avoid the suffering of years of lost meaningful connection that we'll never get back. Mm -hmm. As business owners, we can embrace the pain of firing our top salesperson to avoid the suffering of stagnant growth and losing all our other top talent because they were the greatest cancer in our culture. Mm -hmm. And the list goes on. This literally applies to everything in right. our life, Right. So what you asked, though, is really critical. What are the, what, how do we do this? How do we actually start moving through this? There's three steps. Mm -hmm. The first is we have to acknowledge the suffering we wish to avoid. 
right? Mm-hmm. And I know that you are probably thinking, and so are the listeners, like, wait a minute, Brian, now you're forcing us to not only think about pain, but we gotta, we gotta think about suffering. suffering. <laughs> you're like, we don't wanna touch pain or suffering. Can we just, no, we can't avoid it all, right? Here's the thing. I believe that we all must choose our pain or our suffering will choose us. Mm. So we might as well get ahead of it and acknowledge the suffering we wish to avoid, which is counter to what do we really want? It's two sides to the same coin, Mm -hmm. but it's also that much more powerful. So let me give you an example. I'm working with a guy right now. He's 38 years old. He moved 26 times before the time he was 18. Okay. He with his mom, his brother, or his mom, his dad, his aunt, and his grandma. Never went to the same school twice. Never had the same set of friends twice. Mm. He literally never learned how to give or receive love. And he never thought he was worthy enough to actually receive any of those things. Fast forward today, he's got a beautiful wife and two beautiful daughters. But guess what? Those patterns have stayed with him. Those emotional triggers have stayed Mm -hmm. with him, Mm -hmm. right? So when things get tough, he becomes a nomad and fleets, right? He doesn't know how to be vulnerable and have those conversations. Mm -hmm. Suffering to him is a world where his wife and his daughters are not a part of it, Mm. right? So when he understands that, what does he really want? He's got this image of him, his wife and him sitting on his ranch in Texas with the wind blowing through the brush. And the only thing breaking the silence is the laughter of his daughters and his grandkids. Mm-hmm. When he can put that image so vivid and so clear and burn it into his soul, the purpose becomes big enough to overtake the pains necessary for him to embrace, okay. to change who he is, to show up as the man and husband he's capable of being. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second step is that we have to identify the pains we tend to avoid and learn to embrace them. Mm-hmm. I'll use a personal example on this one, right? I don't have a tricep in my left arm. My bicep is my gracilis from my leg. I don't have a lat in the left side of my back. I literally have a curve in my spine because of the muscular imbalance. Okay. 15 to 20 years ago, the pain, which I've had for a long time, started to become debilitating in my life. It was literally impacting my lifestyle. That's no longer pain. That's suffering. Right. I knew that I wanted to avoid that because I had a lot of life left to live and I couldn't be determined and stuck by that. So what did I do? I learned that if I stayed lean, I kept my body and my core and my back strong in particular, and I kept movement and flexibility into my life, that suffering was no longer suffering. It was a manageable pain. Mm-hmm. But what did I do? I did what anybody would do. If I want to get healthy, I went and joined a gym and I went consistently for 30 days and okay. then I stopped going. Hmm. Now that's where most people would stop. But because I was really clear on the suffering I chose to avoid and I knew the path on where I wanted to go, I knew that I couldn't stop there because I would ultimately just be living in suffering. Right. Okay. And so I had to ask myself the question, is it the pain of working out, the pain of lifting weights, the pain of plyometrics, the pain of stretching mm-hmm. that I'm avoiding? Or is it the anxiety I get in a crowded gym? Right. So often people think that why they're stuck is because they've got the wrong strategy or tactics in their life. Mm -hmm. Strategy and tactics only get us so far. The next level is what often keeps us stuck is a combination of our emotional triggers and our behavioral patterns that keep us in that self-defeating place. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so you've got to ask yourself further questions. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you're identifying the right pains because it's not about putting ourselves into unnecessary amounts of pain just for pain's sake. It's about identifying the ones that are between where we are today and where we want to be Mm -hmm. and learning to body those as a part of who we are in our lives. Absolutely. Cause anxiety and fear is, a, yeah. Anxiety and fear is a huge thing. Like you said, the emotional part that mm-hmm. actually is what the deeper part that holds us back and hold us in the same cycle. hundred yeah. percent. And literally of all the high performers that I work with 90% of the time, it's not the strat- strategy and tactics no. that I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. It's, it's they're in their own way. Cause they don't understand with clarity, their emotional triggers and their behavioral patterns. Right. So the last step is just to establish this as a habit in all areas of our life. Mm-hmm. Right. What we know about experts in habit formation is that they're what they call an upfront energy tax. And everybody I'm sure is thinking, Brian, this sounds hard. Like you're asking me to add something else. And I'm like, yeah, I am. I'm asking you to add something else into your life. But I want you to flip the way we think about this. It's not a cost. It's not an expense. It's not a tax. Right. It's an investment in your future self. Mm-hmm. And the old adage, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Yeah, it's antiquated. 
but it's also a challenge of perspective because it calls us to see our challenges through a lens of meaning, mm. our pain through a lens of meaning. And so that's, that's kind of that concept uh, in a really succinct bite-sized way. <laughs> that's awesome. So how do people, I guess, approach you or how do they see, because obviously there's a lot of like, different life coaches and different things of that nature. How is it that people really can feel that, okay, this is, Brian is who I need to work with for these reasons. Or even when you're having conversations with people, how do you see, okay, this is someone that needs to be my client. I can really change their life. What kind of fits that mold for that? Yeah. So I'm going to answer that question in two ways. Cause we've okay. got um, programs, other coaches, group coaching stuff that works on all these philosophies. And then we've got my one-to-one stuff. They're really mm-hmm. the same criteria, but the language is just slightly different for how people identify with it. Okay. Um, so in general, what we do is we work with people who either are growth minded or desire to be growth minded who lack clarity on who they are. Mm-hmm. Right. And what they want to do in life. Mm-hmm. That's the broad answer that applies to everybody. My one-to-one work, I'm typically working with business owners, executives, entrepreneurs. And I like to tell people that I take giants and turn them into legends by helping them grab mm-hmm. what they think yes. is just out of their grasp. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the reality is, is not everybody is going to afford me one-to-one. Mm-hmm. But I also told you I want to impact a billion lives. Right. And I'm very, very aware that 99.9999999% of those people will never pay me a dollar. Right. And so we put a lot of free content out there and we've got a free resource as well. We can drop it now or later to just mm-hmm. genuinely help people get there mm-hmm. because whether or not they're going to be a client of ours or ever pay us a dollar, that doesn't matter to me. I want to genuinely impact, elevate and empower people to be who they are. We all win when that happens. Yes. Absolutely. And that I know for myself, that's a big thing. And I always follow the quotes, like when you have the confidence to be your authentic self, you give others the confidence as well to do the same thing. That's right. And so speaking as far as like putting out the free content, like you said, since not everyone's gonna be able to pay, can you just tell us about your giveaway as well? Yeah. So uh, free content's in two ways. We literally just pump a bunch of content into the world. So any social or website or anything. So if you go to brianboger.com, all my social handles are there. We put out a ton. There's a lot of articles that we've written. They're all there. It's free access it, use it. We have no expectation. They're not Mm -hmm. funnels. That is what it is, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The free download that we have, uh, it's at nolimitsprelude.com. It's a very succinct format of a lot of our coaching philosophies to start asking the right questions Mm -hmm. to lead yourself on that intrinsic journey, right? So whether you have no idea who you are, you're well well on your way or you're somewhere in between, this will be a resource for you. And for most of you, frankly, this will be all you need from us. And that's okay. Um, if you require more, we're there and we have other places that you can invest in yourself. But by all means, again, I mean what I say, take advantage of our free resources. Most people aren't even ready for a coach. So mm-hmm. make sure you put some of the foundational work in place. And when you're ready, if you, if you want it and we align with you, we're there. Mm-hmm. If not, that's okay. Perfect. And you said that was the website. Are there any other socials or anywhere else that our listeners should go to for that? Free all my content? socials embedded on my website, but it's basically at Bogert Brian on all the sites. So it's, it's pretty easy to find me. Perfect. So just to wrap things up, just as an example, what is something that would be kind of like a free content or if it's like a quote or just tips, like if you can yep. just give something for our listeners. Yeah, so I've got a, I've got a weekly thinking. YouTube blast that, uh, that goes out. It's called Bogart's Bullets. We've got 83 episodes of those right now. They're three to five minute, really digestible concepts. And we take okay. an abstract and esoteric thought around how we operate, how we show up in the world. And we give a call or challenge to action at the end of every call, right? Again, those go out. They're just there intended to help you think differently, feel differently, think about your thinking, feel your feeling, think about your feelings and feel your thinking. It's literally to get people to just be moved by something that might, they might not have thought about differently. So, you know, an example of that was we had one a few weeks back that the topic was literally like showing up. 
Mm-hmm. And it's this idea that, that in life, we, we have to show up first, mm-hmm. right? We have to show up. Then it's how do we show up? Lastly, it's where do we show up? Mm. So it's a challenge of perspective to say, are you showing up in your life and for the people that are in your life? And how are you showing up for those people? And where are you showing up in your life to make sure that you're growing and developing and, lo- and learning yourself, right? We break this down in a three to five minute, like really easy digestible format, but that's a great example of a free resource. I mean, that goes out every single week. Yeah. It's not, it's not on a funnel. It's just go access it on YouTube. It's on mm-hmm. all my social channels. It's on my website. Like it's there for you to consume and hopefully learn from. Absolutely. It sounds like a lot of ways like you said to kind of build that foundation first before people can decide if they need yep. to have a coach. Perfect. Well, I'm glad for our listeners. And like you said, visit brianboger.com. Brian, thank you so much. And obviously putting it out there, your story, and of course, how to touch a billion people. I'm excited to see the goals and how that's going to happen. Gabby, thank you for creating a platform for me to help put good into the world. That's the only reason we're together. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag Conscious Business Leader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. While you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at annasunchoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement.